You cheeky monkey, are you? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Why'd you get that mug? It was bought for me. Who bought it for you? My sister. Oh, I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> won't go there. Tempted to, but not going to. <laughs> I just want to recap on something. I giggled just before we recorded. All right. Because it just... I hate you more when you're in the room. <laughs> more little... And hate's a positive thing. We discussed this last week. Of course, yeah. Oh, on that note, yeah, mm. I realised that I've thunk, I've thunk on it a bit more. Lust is a good motivator, but not necessarily for the Industrial do. Revolution. No. It's like, that's like a short term, it will motivate you to do things. It doesn't necessarily nothing on a motivate you to do good things. Maybe. Can do, can, also can't. Yeah. May, make you do bad things, but make you do good things as well. Yeah. But yeah, it, it didn't make people build trains. So just... No. No, no one's a motivating lust, lusting after a tunnel. Yeah. But, but some people lust after bridges. People lust Planes, after everything. Been, yeah, we have been through that. Yeah. Each their own. Yeah. No one's lusted into inventing something, I guess. I guess uh, in some Sex ways... Toys. Maybe. In some ways. Was that burn after reading thing where George Clooney built that big dildo chair in his basement? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. That was a lust thing, I guess. Well, it was a lust that prompted the process Mm. and may have been present throughout the process. An industrial revolution of sex toys. Yeah, but it was, I think, I think anger would have made it better. (laughs) (laughs) Would have built it more efficiently. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. But anger is just the log you put on the fire to keep the fire burning hot. Right. The thing that prompts you to start the fire is rational thought or lust. Right. Is what I'm saying, I guess. Okay. And then, but to, to get you where you're going, to burn, to burn it all, it's anger. But yeah, just something to think about. All right. Uh, yeah, you said, <laughs> I, th- I think um, there's a, uh, we spoke briefly last week about how um, if you don't feel the motivation to drive somewhere for an hour, mm. then it's probably not a passion of yours. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I reckon it's, uh, it's a weird way of thinking, I guess. I understand it because I've, I've made that rationalization myself, but I've made that rationalization to avoid doing anything. <laughs> like, it could be right. something I really want to do. It could be something that I don't want to do. But I'll ju- that'll be my justification for, oh, it's an hour's drive away. The stars have aligned. I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I but, suppose it uh, depends. It depends what it is. Because like, I think we've both been in situations where we've driven like over a hundred miles to go to a gig. Mm-hmm. Like to a taxi over a hundred miles. Because <laughs> the trains finish at ten. Yeah. Welcome in Manchester. to Welcome to anywhere but London. Yeah. This was like. Well, I guess this was like 2006. So yeah. I think you trains can. Trains were different. You can, you can get an Uber at any time in Manchester now. Yeah, but a hundred miles. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. I had a drum skin to, from the, the, band. the trains still still don't run. Yeah. I had a train go to the wrong station before. <laughs> How? Like, it's just one track. It went to the wrong place. Oh. I had to turn around. Fucking Hogwarts or something. I went to Stoke, and it was meant to go to Allsager, I think. As they just uh, passed it or went around it years ago. I don't know if they're on a... I think, they're, I think you go... Depending on which way, you go through one to get to the other, don't you? I think so. Maybe. But yeah, then you had to turn around. Train. 
<laughs> train doing a 54 point turn. <laughs> no, I just reversed. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So just don't let distance get in the way of your passions. All saying. right. And don't let distance discourage you because I guess it's arrogance, isn't it? You're what? so arrogant. You, to, pretty no, much. Me. <laughs> Not arrogant. Confident. <laughs> yeah. The most confident guy. <laughs> uh, no, That's arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It was just a weird thing of like, uh, I guess it's the th- uh, the thing. It's like a good marriage. You'll maybe know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they say like a good a good marriage, a good relationship is created after knowing someone in depth for years. You don't, the one that you love is not, is, is a different person five years in than one day in. Yeah. Because you get to know different uh, spectrums of the person. Yeah. And I guess if you're saying, not you, but if you get to a point where you're like, I don't have a subconscious feeling that driving an hour is worth it, mm. um, is not necessarily the be all and end all. So don't, don't, don't put a radius around your dreams. I'm, I'm not. I'm saying. Yeah, but even if you're feeling like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it. Maybe it's not my destiny. <laughs> but, uh, you know, take a risk. <laughs> trying to be supportive. All right, cheers. Good. So all how right. are you? Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but like, thanks, no Dr. Road, Nick. No road too far. <laughs> Dr. Nick. I never thought of that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no road too far. It was just a weird thing where I've, I've never had that. Just I've had the feeling of this doesn't feel like something I want to do, so I'm not going to do it. I guess it was a very specific example of, well, if it's an hour's drive, then yeah. no. If it's a five minute drive, then maybe. And I'd just be like... Well, it was, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was that if it's that long and I don't want to do it, yeah, and, and I don't want to go that long to do it, then I then it seems like I, I don't want to do that thing. Like if I'm not willing to drive that far, because driving's not difficult, it's not taxing. Yeah. Like, it's pure laziness if you didn't want to do it. So yeah. if you were too lazy to do something then you wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but it's the, it, other, the, yeah, it's the other definition yeah. on the other side mm. it's about a 45 minute drive i guess that's a weird thing to just me. To, to birmingham from where you are no for me to come here it takes about 45 minutes why because of the distance and the drive from here to where you are yeah why does it take you 45 minutes to get here because uh, force equals mass times acceleration. Right? So <laughs> you, <laughs> straight line, it'd be different. But yeah, about 40, 40, 45 minutes. On average, it's what it takes me. Traffic? Maybe a little. Going the right way? I got here. Like, I went past where you are to to, to interview, to uh, see a client last mm. week. Um, like, right into the middle of uh, Tunstall. And it only... Took twenty four minutes to to get there. It's about a ten minute drive from me to Tunstall. Maybe so. It's about thirty five minute drive. So really, we're talking about ten minutes here. <laughs> but yeah, on average, about forty. Uh, that's the weird thing. I guess driving's become. I think driving's a special thing for me because it's become. It's so much a part of my life mm. that driving an hour, driving forty minutes each way every week is like not an issue for me at all. It wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not going to go there because it's a four, an hour to drive away, but like. Hours drives easy. It's a walk mm. down the road, basically, yeah. in my perspective. So be like, if I, if I, if I, if if the thing that I want is down the road, and I'm too lazy to walk down the road, I'm going to give up on my dreams. <laughs> I guess that's what you were saying. No, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I obviously don't want it. Word for word. If I need it, 
That's well, a different thing. thing. It's a it's a difference <laughs> between want and need, I guess. And then well, that need, and the difference between want and need can be as much about an outlet as it is about a thing. That's where the arrogance comes in, isn't it? Because you know what you want, apparently. But you're interpreting what you want from your laziness. Um, we're just getting I mean? really far out into the weeds here. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's that yeah. Do you try to figure out whether or not you want something based on how lazy you feel? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, is that you? Yeah. I lent. I'm on. A, I'm in a new position for maximum microphone to pick up all these philosophical and insightful notes. Yeah. That radius on your dreams. Thoroughly riveted by. Oh yeah. Cheers. <laughs> He's trying to be nice to you. Have you? Yeah. Don't give up on your dreams, Steve. <laughs> Go for an hour's drive. This is why it's you don't do it. It's because you're lazy. Arrogant. No, no you're saying because you're lazy. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, don't let the laziness get in your way. And yeah, an hour's drive is nothing in the grand scheme of things. If it was a seven-hour drive... Yeah, that's I'd a different say, thing. I'd, like I'd when say, My seven-hour drive is your one-hour drive. Maybe, yeah. I'm just a better person. <laughs> <laughs> It's what it's what you're willing to do and why you're willing to do it. Like I would, case so, of doing. if if I if I had to, <laughs> if I, let's say I was working away and it was like an eight-hour drive on a weekend to come back home and see Vix and spend time with her, I would do that. Yeah, like I I guess it's yeah, like there's a, there's a certain hierarchy. Say there was things. a special new stamp released. <laughs> From a post office that was an hour, an uh, eight-hour drive away. All right, you could drive there to go get it if yeah. it was your dream to have I'm that stamp. Saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, don't let an hour's drive get in your way. <laughs> All right, 2020. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, good week. Apart from you know, limiting your dreams to an hour's drive away. I I haven't. <laughs> there's there's nothing that I want to do right now that is that far away. How adventurous you are. Just, <laughs> There's no winning. I'm just trying to explore something. Like, uh, roadblock here, roadblock there. There, roadblock there, roadblock everywhere. Roadblock. Um, yeah. yeah. There's nothing no. you want to do that's more than an hour away. No, as in, like, you're talking about, like, regular stuff. Like, you're driving dreams. that far away to do comedy and stuff. To, to do dreams. No, like if there's something All if there's something I actively good. partake in, like if someone said like, oh hey, we've got this filming project for you, but it's in Canada, I'd go to Canada. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's it's not that kind of stuff isn't getting in my way. But it was the it was music, it was singing, wasn't it? It, it was, was like, this it was the singing thing, thinking about because like I'd been Yeah. Like I'd I'd been asked to to partake in other people's bands after I'd yeah, uh, left that like one. An and a significant away. amount of time had passed and things, but it was like it, I'd, I'd thought about it a bit, but I was really more interested in kind of doing my own stuff, which I'm still not doing. Um, mm, that's us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and but one of the things that was standing in the way was 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 the the distance it was from me. And I was like, well, if that's bothering me, then I obviously <laughs> it, it just it it because it, it, it's, it's a small it thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Is like there's everything else to go for. But hang on, it's a oh oh if if I'm bothered by driving for an hour, then this yeah. is never gonna work. Yeah. Like that's doesn't make, but yeah, it doesn't. And it's make it, sense like particularly with that example, it's looking out for kind of like like red flags of things that will get annoying over time, <laughs> and your own spending time on your own for an hour driving there. If you're if you're with yourself for an hour in a car, it's gonna or two hours a day in a car. 
that's no, a red but flag. It's, it's 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 everything else. Like if so, if practices ramp up and you've got to go over there like three, four times a week immediately, that's more the cost of of going back and forth that many times. Like it, it's 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 a bunch of things that 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 come yeah. to a head that I'll think about before I actually go ahead and try it. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I'm just saying don't don't <laughs> don't die before you get out of the stocks. I mean, all right. Don't take your shoes off. Right. Before we get out of the stocks, twenty twenty. Because yeah, yeah. Just make a calendar of just quotes that don't really mean anything. Really but- weird <laughs> <laughs> images. <laughs> no, don't take off your shoes. Just, huh? <laughs> just uh, well, the guy on the calendar said I shouldn't. So yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's, it makes sense. I understand. I think I think that's what it is. Is uh, I'm I'm again single dad. I'm, I should say for the record, I've got no kids. I've said I'm a single dad for quite a lot you got without a referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you always I'm have that, single. Um, when you if, you if someone came to you and said I'm a single father, and then you said what are your kids' names, and I said I haven't got any kids, but I've got fish, you'd be like, okay, yeah, you're not a single father. You're a fish man. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fishman. Um, yeah, oh, take out your bins. Uh, it's gone now. No, I think that was it's toggle. Toggle. Toggle? Yeah. Like a woggle, but for Thai people. <laughs> Thai Boy Scouts. You've gone, you've, you've gone back into Thai Boy Scouts. It's just reminding me to start timers and things. It's a reminder to set a reminder. To- <laughs> the toggle is a system for um, for, for clocking the, the amount of hours that you're putting into a project. Right, I think you mentioned So it's it just before, reminding yeah. you. Like, hey, d- by the way, I'm not switched on, so if you're working right now, you're not clocking these hours. <laughs> I'm a bit worried. You haven't clocked in. <laughs> Just so you know, you should clock in if you're doing anything. It's not because saying you I'm should. Logged, it's because I'm logged on to my work account on the computer rather than my normal one. You working? No. <laughs> I'll remind you again in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Do you, you, do you properly use that? Such a Steve thing. What the timer the thing? thing yeah. I only started doing it recently. Yeah, because yeah, I was interested in how much time I was actually spending on a project and how much <laughs> I was just imagining I was spending on a project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just seems. Yeah, it seems like another useless thing to do with your life. But there was. No, it's, good. <laughs> it's good for it's good for billing hours and things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can just bill but, how you many know, hours useless. you want. I guess. Useless. Yeah. Yeah. You can just be like, I worked for eight hours that day. Pay me for eight hours. Yeah, but I I want to know that I, I want to know that I have or I haven't. Like I switch it on and off every time I get up and sit. Weird confrontation in the air, isn't there? I'm pretty sure uh, I brought it in. Yeah, but you always do. <laughs> <laughs> I did start off the episode with I hate you more. Yeah. when you're in the room. Yeah, so yeah. and, uh, yeah, and then didn't really explain that. Uh, it was because I remembered that you gave up on your dreams if they're an hour away. And oh, right, that okay. just triggered me when I, when I was setting up. I right, like, so oh, you yeah, said, oh, you hate me more. Well, I, I, I hate in a good way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we, it's, a, it's a positive. Yeah, it's the sure. fuel of life. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only relationship in my life where hate is a positive, but good. I'll, 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 I'll do Everywhere it. else, everyone else who hates you, hates you negatively. Yeah, which makes sense. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How's your it's week been? Engine. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been pretty good to be fair. Got a lot of, I've been working a lot of stuff for a long time. They're kind of pretty much 
98% now came to a halt. One of those come to a head weeks. Yes, lots and lots of work and lots and lots of organisational stuff. <laughs> Sounds so, fun. Yes, but it actually got, it was like just a big slog all the way up to this week and then at the end of this week it's like, oh, it actually feels good and easy yeah. and chilled now. So yeah, pretty good. Then uh, yeah, didn't do much creatively. There's not much going on as well, to be fair. No real new stuff. Nothing really. It seemed to be a quiet week around the world. Apart um, from uh, apparently France is protesting about been, something. Haven't they been protesting for like, so, like months. years? Yeah. Like that fucking, what are they called? Yellow jackets or whatever the hell they are? Yeah. There's a whole thing about... Working class people. The news is covering, you know, Philip Schofield, but they're not covering France. Yeah. Like, I don't think that... It's that weird news is a conspiracy. The conspiracy is they're trying to control your thoughts. It's like, no, they just want to sell you. They just want your yeah. money and you'll buy a paper if Philip Schofield's on top, but yeah. you won't buy a paper if France is on top. Which which stories will make them the most money? Yeah. It's, I think yeah. it's, it is as simple as that. Because, yeah. oh, no, the, it does go deeper than that. Like you can say, well, them spinning this incident in a positive or negative light will make more, will make them more money. Yeah, yeah. Them promoting this political party will make them more money in the long run. Like, you can you can take it down that route. But yeah, on yeah. the whole, it's just what makes us more money. Have you ever been a conspiracy guy? Um, I think, I, I think I've tried to be, but I'm just <laughs> too rational. Alexa, you're paranoid about, like, digital technology um, and therefore people listening and doing stuff for the information? See, even on that, even that, like... It doesn't really make me paranoid because I'm not I'm not dumb enough to think that like that that that, that I'm special enough for anyone to give a shit about listening to me like it that doesn't paranoid but insecure yeah I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I I I at the end of the day like I've st- I use an iPhone Siri's listening to me all the time like it's it does the same thing yeah um I think uh. I I believe it can be used like to infiltrate people's personal lives but I don't believe it would be for someone like me. Yeah. It's just uh so would I've you got, be open to more tech in your house? That's the thing like I'm so there's I, a resistance got, there. No? There there is definitely a resistance like I I I don't feel any need to invite it into my life. I guess. More so than you already have. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Um some so there's some conspiracy stuff that I believe in, like quite passively. Like I've never been quite sure about like JFK, and I've heard a bunch of things on either <laughs> side about it. But I th- the thing is, like I do, I would, I do believe that there are conspiracies. But most of the time, I just think people are stupid. Like yeah. people make people make mistakes and fuck things up, and then they will try and cover them up. Yeah, like. I, I don't really think a lot of stuff goes much deeper than that. I think it's like, rare I, that people are organised. Yeah. And I think that getting a group of people to be organised yeah. can be quite a, a task. Like, try concealing a secret once you've told it to 50 different people. Like, that's a government body. <laughs> Is it a secret? Like, try yeah. and get all of these people to shut up about something. Like, there's no way. Oh, well, they confirmed aliens out. now, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> would you remember the, the well, I think, yeah, the, the, I can't remember if they spoke about this, but the Tic Tac oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, I think Joe Rogan interviewed him on his podcast. Mm. Um, since that interview, the Navy have kind of accepted that, yeah, yeah, aliens. 
That's all I've heard about the matter. Oh, like I'm not that. In, well, we, it's in, more interested. that. Yeah, no, there was something there, and we can't explain it. Yeah, and that there's been multiple occurrences. Oh, and right, okay. something very vague. I heard it, and I didn't look into it. So yeah, it could all be then false, but even then, space force. So. That's not like. Oh, there's definitely aliens then. That could yeah. just be like, well, no, there's some other people could just be fucking Croatia. around with whatever the hell kind of Light technology speed. this is. <laughs> and we can't, we can't explain it. I was travelling, you know, speed of light. Just, it was just some kids no, messing I around. I don't mean that, but like, speed. you have to assume that like, well, if the... <laughs> if, kids! If, if the... It, 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 it goes back to the whole keeping secrets thing, I guess. Like, if you are, if a governmental body is keeping secrets, then you have to also assume that they would keep secrets from each other. So this body will have secrets and this body will have secrets. And even though they're both part of the like US government or whatever, that doesn't mean they'd tell each other everything they know. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like they'll, so if you (laughs) (laughs) describe like a virus, well, this one catches this cold and this one catches this cold. Well, like, so let's see, there's people working in area 51. They're not going to tell the Navy. That they've, that they've found a spaceship. <laughs> like, why? Like, why? 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 Why would they? What's well, the advantage of the, of the navy knowing? Because they all work together. What if it's in the sea? <laughs> they all work together, don't they? That's what all the delta. What the not seals? Delta. I don't know. You men in black. Unsock. Yeah, that's a conspiracy. I don't think they. I don't think Will Smith is wiping people's memories, although he may want to. No, Will for Smith certain films. Tommy Lee Jones though. Definitely, <laughs> he's got a, he's got a pen, <laughs> yeah, that basically is rohypnol, yeah, and just puts women to sleep and yeah. But then it's a weird rumor to spread. The, I, th- I think the trouble is is that when something does come alight, like like uh, so, like the say the Epstein thing, yeah. when something like that does happen, where you, where like a vast amount of the public see it and be like, that's bullshit. Um, whether whether it's true or not, lots of people have seen it and been very critical. Um, it causes them to also be then like, well, what about this then? And what about this? Then all of this could be true as well. And, and when that, those things are not in any way related. It's just that seed of curiosity that I think I just don't have with yeah. stuff like... I think that's the conspiracy thing, is you're curious about something. Like, Epstein didn't kill himself. You're like, yeah, probably not. Mm. I, I just, that, that's it for me. Oh, yeah. there's mysterious circumstances. Oh, he was probably murdered then. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Wh- who did it? Everyone. I don't care. <laughs> the Queen did it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. It, it, he was murdered. Why? Because people are shit. <laughs> end of conspiracy for me. <laughs> that's the end of all conspiracies. Yeah. Some guy was a twat. All right. <laughs> I can believe in that world. Yeah. But yeah, and that. But then you have that thing of like. Um, then it is kind of viral it do, it does become a thing of like oh the epstein thing and then that triggers people thinking about this and then all the flat earthers get up in arms and everything like see they're hiding this shit then they could also be hiding this and and people mm. like, like people then start like kind of relating different ideas that have nothing to do with each other just yeah. because conspiracies could be real so all of this could be real but it's just i think i'm just at arm's length from pretty much everything like I said before, my whole belief in government and that is like, it's like a neighbour. You should be able to handle all of your problems yourself. If you break your leg, you should be able to cast it and fix it. Yeah. And if you can't, then yes, take advantage of somebody who's going to help. But you should, it's your responsibility to learn how to deal with all that shit. Yeah. And I think that you go like, 
I think anybody who's like, oh, the government's lying to you. It's like, yeah, that's why you shouldn't trust them. No, but they're lying. Yeah, so don't trust them. Why is he going? Yeah. It's just people in that tear between love and, yeah, loving something, but also complaining about it. It's like, you just pick a lane. Just cho- make a choice. And I chose that I, I don't, there's, there's, there's stuff that goes way above my head. And if I, if I accept that, then I have to accept that I won't understand everything. And if I don't understand everything, I've then got to accept that I shouldn't explore everything. So mm-hmm. I just go, yeah, no, it makes sense. I know people who will make mistakes and will fuck up and are evil. So yeah, probably some evil shit happened. Yeah. yeah but don't you want to relish in it? Nah, don't care. I'd rather just be filled with hate. <laughs> I'd rather go on my hate train. Yeah. <laughs> go exploring. <laughs> than, uh, than deal with all that stuff. So no, con- so vague conspiracyist. There, there's yeah. a, there's a you're, a, you're, you're a conspiracy hobbyist. Yeah, I not. But, I, you, but you haven't gone to your shed in a while. Yeah, like conspiracy theories. I, I approach them in the same way that I approach God. I don't know, <laughs> nor do you. So why bother? Well, God like, exists. I mean, it's been proven. <laughs> Has it? Yeah, God exists. It's this interpretation. You don't believe in any gods? Um, so I I went back and forth. I used to call myself agnostic. And now I consider myself an atheist. But just because there's no part of my brain that could ever believe in a creator. Yeah. Like, I just... I'd, whatever that is that allows you to kind of visualize life and the world and whatever in that way, I don't have it. Like, Same with, like, yoga, wasn't it? Well, like you couldn't process yoga unless it was told by um, oh, some scientific meditation. Guy. Meditation. meditation. Yeah. yeah, like I don't have that spiritual thing, and God's never been explained to me in any way that wasn't spiritual. Now, I could, I could, um, if you if you want to be like, well, the Big Bang. Let's say the Big Bang is God. Didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my hill. I'm never accepting the Big Bang. No, no, no sound in space. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> If you sneeze in space, no one fucking hears you. But apparently they heard a big bang. Okay, the big explosion. Uh, you can't have an explosion without air, so. What? Like fire and explosive. Yeah, fire needs air, oxygen in order to activate. Fire, explosion doesn't mean fire. It does. It means a rapid expanse of matter. Through fire. It's got to be. <laughs> you can't have an explosion from ice. Where's the what? <laughs> no explosions through ice. Ow! <laughs> I had to move the gavel to get my laptop on it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I I for just to be a just to be or is it devil's advocate? There's no big bang. All right, go on. No, but yeah, no, I believe in uh, at least I understand why people believe in gods throughout history. I think it's just a way of interpreting your subconscious. You know what I mean? Well, uh... Nothing's nothing necessarily spiritual about it, but the like whole, the whole religion and God thing seemed a way focus. Just just seemed like a way to get big questions out of the way so you can get on with your life. But say um, you can have um, you can be one. The gods can favor you, right? That old term, right? It means you're in the zone, shooting three pointers everywhere, right? God, ah, see, I gavel. D- I don't, but <laughs> I don't put anything down to God. The th- there's, there's, it depends there's on your definition, and I think your definition is a creator, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, there's nothing that will piss me off more than having than someone who with 
some kind of outstanding achievement. It's always sports people and they're always Americans who thank God for all of their abilities and everything they've done. And my in my head, I'm just like, what? But why discredit all of the hard work that you've put into like everything that led to these moments that you're having, like on a on a field or in like a research lab or whatever it is that your mm. achievements amount to like that's down to you why why are you like what stop like well i think i think this is definitely a definition thing because i think you're looking at it as a, a one creator of god and if they're thanking god this omniscient it's, it's being from a theistic point of view around yeah like it's well, not a christian point of view right yeah 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 so like i think that is god as the creator yeah yeah i think uh i i can definitely tell uh say you're in a good mood you can thank that peach you ate for breakfast that was perfectly ripe and right. that helped you achieve efficiency okay. through digestion. <laughs> or it could be 50 different things that all kind of happened to be in that moment. Mm. And that those 50 things, the peach, the, uh, the cabbage, um, <laughs> vitamin D, that's God. Yeah, right, okay. Gavel. I've got a gavel, I can't reach it because I'm sad. Just... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. So, yeah, I understand why, because I think you can. Uh, well, yeah, I just, I've never really. I agree with. You, I've never believed or really understood a, a one being creator, bloke who built yeah. things in his loft. <clears throat> I don't really understand that, but I've definitely understood, um, uh, in a subconscious and emotional kind of journeys yeah. that happen out of completely outside of your conscious mind. Yeah, unable to fathom. Well, that's so the, if, if, if God to you is Say just like the, it's just a mystery, like within life, then fine. No, but that doesn't mean that it's it's an active thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the definition is if God is, is the, the world unknown. That we've got, right? Then fine. Yeah, and he's not. He's the known, isn't it? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, he, he's very clearly present. God is very very clearly present in a number of different activities like this. And I think that we're unable to make that jump because of our vastly different definitions of what God is. Yeah. And I don't, we Maybe. might not get any, any further with that today. Probably, probably not. We are yeah. very, well, put this way. Um, if you're, if you're throwing a rock, uh, 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 bird, bird, much better than Jew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just popped in my head. There's a thing. Um, and I've been aware of this. Yeah. Did right. Kobe Bryant died. Yes. Right. And a news reporter. I want to thank God. <laughs> a news reporter reported on it and i think he jumped from work playing for the new york knicks to the new york lakers and when she went to say who he played for she muddled up ni and curs uh, and said a bad word okay um and knickers yes but it didn't sound like that right um and i think there's a thing same thing with tourette's people who suffer from tourette's the reason they're saying these words, I, from the little I've talked to people with Tourette's, is that they've got, um, it's the worst thing they can possibly say. And there's an urge to say the worst thing you can possibly say mm. in order to create something. And that's what I was doing when I was saying, let's throw rocks at Jews. But say you're going to throw a rock at a bird. Bird. Larry Bird, <clears throat> keep it basketball. And um, <laughs> say you have to throw it. There's so many different variables into how, into that throw. Mm. And all these different calculations that you do not, that you maybe do 5% of in your mind. Yeah. 95% is subconscious, physical memory, all that kind of stuff going on. That for all those to be in tune is a good thing to happen and a potentially rare thing to happen. And if you're able to get in the zone for that, then I think a lot of people attributed that to got works of gods. 
I guess maybe more Norse gods kind of thing. So you'd have like multiple gods that will um, inspire you and, and um, motivate you to do different things. And if you believe in where you're gonna, it's going to land, where you're going to throw that rock on that bird, you're more likely to hit that bird. You have to have faith in an exterior force in order to better accomplish that goal. Why? Because Why can't only you have 5%, faith in your own abilities? Because it, uh, but that's only if you believe in an exterior force. And then the, again, the thing is, it's a definition thing. Your own right. ability is what I'm talking about. That 95% that you have no control over because it's 95% unconscious thought, physical memory. Only 5% is rational thought. It's about 20 meters away. I'll give it a go. That's your rational thought to throw a rock. Right. The 95% that makes you throw that rock efficiently is out of your control. Yeah, if you haven't been training your whole life to throw rocks at birds. Yeah. No, even if you've been training your whole life to throw rocks at birds. No, because at that point it becomes a physiological thing where you exactly. have the 5% thought, Yes. but then the 95% is automation that you've trained into yourself. Yes. But right. you have no control over when you throw that rock. Because you don't need to control it. Yes, you... <laughs> Again, I guess it's just definitions, <laughs> man, because we're saying the same thing, but you, we're disagreeing for some reason. It's... Yes, you can train your whole life to throw rocks at birds or Jews. Uh, but when it comes to that moment, you're, okay, you're relying on your experience, right? You've got no control over your experience. Your, your experience of Ace Ventura 2 uh, will come into that fray when it comes to throwing that rock. There'll be an infinite amount of variables that will lead to that moment, that will contribute to that moment. And only 5% will be rational thought when it comes to that. And if you're able to achieve and everything gets in sync, you're going to be more efficient and people can attribute that to exterior forces, such as experience, such as vitamin D, you know, all these, whatever, whatever they see it as. You go like, you know, some people feel better if they have eggs for breakfast. I had my cup of tea this morning, so I'm ready for, I'm ready for the day. I've drank coffee today, so I'm going to be more awake. It doesn't mean they're going to be more awake just because they drank coffee, but the fact that they believe in the coffee, they believe in the ritual, they believe in the practice, they believe in themselves, also an exterior force, because it's exterior to your rational mind, then okay. I think you can attribute that to gods. This is hilarious. 2020. <laughs> but yeah, basically. So yeah, Big Bang never happened. Gods exist. We agree. No, we don't. No. At all. No, you get very upset. I just, I, I, I just don't, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you believe... All right, so to sum that it up very quickly, be, it, but a time it could, up, it? Because I think we're saying the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept that my disagreement could be an insecurity as to how much of my life I'm actually in control of. Maybe. As in you think you're in more control? Or? Yeah. Right. Maybe. Maybe I don't embrace chaos in the same way that you do. Yeah. Um, in, in that you, 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 you believe that you control far less of what you're doing than you actually do. Like, I think there might be a misunderstanding that we have there. Um, yeah, I think if you throw a rock, I think that's because that's one of the examples I thought of early, like years ago, about, yeah, how little your brain, your, your conscious brain is used in doing a lot of different actions. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you're, I don't know how different it is or how intense editing and that goes. But yeah, when you're watching a... V Did you say there was something? Yeah. Ugh. Not going very far with this. But there'll be subconscious factors to every decision that you make. And I will argue that, you know, um, a subconscious decision of, I don't want to drive that far, will influence your decisions. And that's not necessarily a rational thought. It's your r rational mind interpreting all of your unconscious... Your conscious mind 
trying to interpret all your unconscious thoughts. Okay. I've got loads of friends. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I find that kind of stuff interesting. That's all. Yeah. And uh, I guess this, uh, yeah. In other news, a man, In the <laughs> a man said cute dog before punching a woman and running off. <laughs> uh, chaos. Complimented a woman, punched yep. her in the face. Complimented a dog, yeah. punched a woman and ran off. Uh, to be f he didn't compliment the woman. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Maybe she deserved it, is what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Uh, photos were released. <laughs> photos were released on Friday of a man police said commented on a woman's dog, then punched her and ran off. Happened at 7 a.m. in the morning. Jesus, that's Good a weird to time you. to be punching someone in the face. That's a weird It feels like ritual. a punch in the face is something that you warm up to, maybe. Although, maybe <laughs> it could be a better thing, like first thing in the morning. I understand that. Some people aren't morning people. Yeah, they don't. Which I, I don't There's understand. There's just a lot of energy to exert at that time in the morning. Some people are always switched on, Steve. I don't think I'm always it's... angry. I'll punch anyone all the time. <laughs> I don't think there's a bad time of day to punch someone in the face. <clears throat> I haven't punched many people in the face. No. I can understand You're not it. really a... You're not a violent kind of person. No. Not men, not physically. You're violent thoughts. Yeah. But all the time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many rocks can I throw at that bird? How much of my mind can I use? Yeah. What experiences can I draw on in order to, to do that? What you've never, yeah. There's something pulling me back to the argument, but it's just not going to be productive. Anything I can't explain, I put down to happenstance, circumstance, and just chaos. Like I don't, I don't attribute it to 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 a law or a system or a uh, a, a a a force. Like if you eat a meal, yeah. Um, the same identical, there's three identical meals before you. Um, you eat one and it's been made by a fat, by someone that you love. You've eat one and it's made by yourself and you've eat one and it's come from a takeaway. Okay. They will all taste different. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're all exactly the same, there will be unconscious things going through your mind, through your taste buds that will change the taste of all three identical meals based on things that are completely out of your control. As long as you know. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're going yeah. in knowing this one's made by, by someone you love, this one's yeah. made by yourself, another one's made by a stranger at a restaurant. They'll all taste different because you've had a thought, um, but just having that thought causes the 95% other stuff to come into yeah. effect. But that's in essentially what I'm it's saying. It's that throwing rocks at I would say that's more, more, more akin to the idea that your experience... Um, like your external experience uh, colors your internal one. So like yeah. if you go on if you go on holiday and you have a meal and you're like, oh, that's that was amazing. It was more amazing because it's the first time you've had it in this new experience at this new place. And when you go back the next year, it doesn't quite taste the same. I think a lot of people have had that yeah. thing like where they're, they're chasing it. But it's because it's the external experience that colors the internal one. But yeah. That's all created mentally. Like that's yeah. that. That's not. There's, but it's the, not conscious, is it? Experience, no. Exactly. So the subconscious parts of your mind, right, are create adding more context, more information. When you're throwing a rock, there's so much subconscious stuff going on that are coloured by your conscious experiences, maybe. But those are the more strong contributing factors. And you attribute to how you subconsciousness to God. 
not to a, and this is where the definition issue is. It's got nothing to do with the man with the beard in the sky or anything like that. I'm saying that a descriptor of that, of that collection of 95% of the variables, right? Of all the other variables that go on um, can be attributed by people in order to explain how it was and how to chase after it by focusing on a single image or a single definition to, to chase it again. So say it was, oh, um, I wasn't able to lift this rock and then I believed in the god Thor and I was able to lift it. By focusing okay. on a single image, that ex that's more of a fluent language for your subconscious mind to interpret, which arises all of those subconscious thoughts. Right. Whereas if you just think, I, I cooked this meal, it should taste like this. You'd be like, it'll taste different depending on what your subconscious is doing at that time. Right. But that, so, so, so in that case, yeah. So in, in that case, God or a God or whatever is um, completely different to everybody. It's not a universal constant. It could be, but it's, 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 I'm saying that I understand how people believed in God and find believing in God beneficial because they're able to envision something that is able to more effectively communicate with their subconscious yeah, mind. Well, th rather that than, like I say, if you cook three different identical meals, if, if three identical meals are beside you, depending on what you believe about that meal will colour how you enjoy that meal, how you interpret and how you experience that meal. Yeah, but that's not much different than what I kind of said initially, which was that, um, it's, it, that God or a God or whatever your interpretation of God is was just a way of offloading a bunch of things that you can't explain so that you don't have to think about them. I think maybe that's the disconnect is that you should still think about them because people still think and discuss the gods, right? To explore them and to see how better they can be used. More as allegories and... Um, and yeah, there's no physical manifestation. There's no bloke no. with a beard. It's They're discussed as ideas and methods of communication yeah yeah so like i say i think we're saying the exact same thing yeah i think we're just stuck on different definitions of what it is mm, maybe and it's just like yeah i can if you believe in so when you run to yeah this isn't the same example but yeah how what you believe in when you eat a meal will change the how you eat that meal mm. it will be the exact same meal be the exact same rock and the exact same innocent wounded bird on the floor yeah um, and the exact same feeling of vengeance that you'll feel when, uh, when, when you destroy it. Throwing a rock at a wounded bird. You said you would. You said you'd cut off its beak. No, I didn't. Now you have. <laughs> I am the editor. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that. That's nah, a lot of work. That is. Got to say, say beak again. Say yeah. beak. No. I can convert that to beak. <laughs> beak simulator. There must be some kind of app for that. <laughs> Make know. everything that Steve says say that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, mm. so the point of that was <laughs> there's knows. no big bang. Okay. Like, again, no, I mean, that's the... No noise in space. That's the point of <laughs> digging around hole. It's just stupidity. What? Is it there's sound in space, is there? I think we got into conspiracies, didn't we? I yeah. think that's where it led. And you were like, well, if you believe in the big bang. And I was like, no! <laughs> no, no like, to be fair, the big bang is just one of those things Myth. where it's just like, I have faith in scientists, so I have faith that that is right. But I don't know. Uh, do, yeah, well, I don't, I don't see how you're can be disagreeing a bang in space. with the name of it. Well, they said there was a bang. <laughs> <laughs> liars, mate. You have faith in liars or whatever it is. I don't know. Anyway, anyway mm. Valentine's week. All right. Oh shit. Valentine's week. Um, so yeah, we got uh, 
What are you? Are you doing it? Do you, 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 I can't remember, you know, you're so lacked of romance. Do you mm. believe in Valentine's Day? Uh, well, I've only just it? remembered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is it like something that you celebrate when you, um, when it we comes we, t- we tend to do like a date night, but like Valentine's Day itself, we're both just like, well, we don't want to go out because everyone else is going out. So we tend to just like sit at home and have a pizza on our own, like rather than going and doing the whole thing. And because we don't, there's people out or because you don't want to go out? Eh, because we don't want to go out and pay stupid amounts of money for the same meal we can buy from there tomorrow for half the price. And like the, the whole pretense around it. We, we de- we're definitely um, kind of... Restaurants increase their prices on yeah. Valentine's Day? Yeah, they'll do no a restaurant I've worked in. They'll but do like I've only worked in around here. They'll they'll do like they'll do a set menu, so you don't get a choice over what you have, and they usually charge a bit more for it. And like bung in like is like half a glass of really shit wine in order to charge you like ten quid more. Like it's it's and they don't do their normal menu. No, no, it's always it's always set meals every that time we find stupid. somewhere. Yeah. Really dumb. Maybe small, I guess small restaurants. Maybe. Big restaurants yeah. would have to keep the main I, menu. I think they do it because they they tend to book up. So they like they the, the whole place is full. So it's like, well, it's easier if we just make five things as opposed to having the usual 10 things to choose from. We'll just make five lots of... It's the, easier to order things. in speciality items rather than use the items we already have. No, it's easier for us to yeah. make... It's easier for us to serve 100 people five things as opposed to the usual 20 people, 10 things. Because we can just make big batches of these things and serve them to everybody. Sounds like a conspiracy to me. (laughs) (laughs) There's no God in this kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, I've never never heard of that, but then I don't think I've ever had Valentine's Day. I know I have had Valentine's Day, I think once when I was 12. But like never really since. I tend to break up with people before then. It seems Christmas is a good one. Love to break. We love t- a break up on Christmas. <laughs> we don't make a big deal out of it, like buying each other gifts and cards and doing all that stuff. But we we just usually just have a date night on our own. Yeah, yeah. But but if if yeah, it was just interesting that you said because there are other people out there. Is it is it that you just that you don't want to go out, or is it that you don't want to go out when there's other people around? Um, I guess. We don't want to get don't we we don't like to get. Um, yeah, may, maybe it is. Maybe it's it's it's. You it's can be pro- like just not going. I, out I think it is probably just a busy thing. Like most of the time, we've just ordered a nice pizza and sat and sat at home yeah. like with each other. It's like a busy, like a busy town centre is kind of a turn off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like going to crowded restaurants and like all these stuff. and it's typically what we found with the, like because we, we did do it once or twice. But we found it's you're usually surrounded by new couples. It seems like once you've been together for a bit, people don't bother. But it's always like I, th- I think it's a young thing as well. I think it depends where you go. Then if you go to Weatherspoons, like it's or always like we, we like a local. There'll be yeah, lots of new people. We'll do something, but like the, the, we, uh, anytime we went, it was always you're always surrounded by college kids when like uh, like de- like who've specifically asked this person out because it's Valentine's Day, as opposed to like seasoned couples. So if there were seasoned couples out, you'd go out more. Um, potentially it definitely changes <laughs> I mean it changes the environment the you're not you don't feel like you're sitting around a bunch of kids it fe- it feels yeah. really much very much like a new romance kind of holiday as opposed to something that you do when you've been together for a while like there's no there's nothing there's there's nothing that I would do for Valentine's Day that that we wouldn't 
go much bigger on on say like our anniversary because we've been together for like yeah, eight yeah. nine years now. So like it it it's, it's yeah. just I'm not saying yeah I'm not saying that you should do stuff on Valentine's Day that you don't do like mm. make an extra effort. But it's like oh it's an, a reason to celebrate. Same reason that like yeah people like hate New Year's and New Year's resolutions and stuff like yeah. that. And it's just like it's just an opportunity to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. It's just why not do that? And it's like, yeah, hey, and there's nothing. I'm not shitting on staying indoors. No, no, it was no. Just, it was just interesting. Your parameters for it were because there were people outside. <laughs> it was like, if there was no one outside, would you go out? Like, oh, maybe if they were over the age of 27. Nah, it's okay. Well, it's, if the relationship was more than two years old, then maybe we'd go out. Well, it's it, it's not it's it's not that. It's just it's just when you when you're trying to like kind of have a conversation about it and rationalize it. It's just a bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole come to you at different times. Different when you say it out loud. Yeah, it's different when when you think. Yeah, because yeah. I know that neither of us really favour it. Um, neither of us are really that bothered about it. But going out or Valentine's Day. Um, Valentine's Day. But yeah. we will do something together, like away from the, the away from the noise of it all. I guess there's the, we've never felt felt the need to kind of buy into Valentine's Day. There's always been that thing, like, well, we can do this without spending money and without doing a big thing like we can just spend it's just a, it's a it, it's a nice excuse to spend time together but okay and and just have a date night but you don't need to go out and do a big thing i guess all right well that leads yeah. us into this oh great it's a wonderful day Okay. Living with love. That was two, a couple having a domestic abuse argument uh, <laughs> while their girl. child in front of them was inspired <laughs> by it and having a domestic argument with her giraffe. <laughs> Is that a giraffe? I think, I, I'm going from memory. I can't see the screen. Tiger, I think. It's, it's a tiger. tiger. It's a tiger. Yeah. They're, both got, they're both yellowish. Yeah, yeah. Orangey, yellowy Say giraffe. giraffe. The audience can decide. Well, giraffe tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, living with love. So mm. it is Valentine's uh, week, and yeah. um, NBC had some good advice. Oh, that God. just judging from you know you saying that you know you don't really care for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. you know maybe this could uh, inspire. It. So right. seventeen thoughtful and affordable gifts for Valentine's Day. Thoughtful being the prime word. Yeah. So if you got these gifts, number one, the ultimate game for couples. It's just a card game. I think basically like cards for humanity, cards against humanity. But we're couples. Right. That's okay. romantic. That's thoughtful. Yeah. Don't think so, mate. Uh, number two, a spa find a gift card. A gift card. A gift certificate <laughs> to show your love for your significant other. Ugh. Here's a hundred pounds you can't spend anywhere but a fucking spa. There you go. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> go away and chill out. Without Leave me. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Spark that little thoughtfulness into it. <laughs> Number three, get a massage delivered to your door. What? Yeah, you a get masseuses to come round. Oh, right. Massage. You look tense. <laughs> Chill out. That's strange. I'm going out. Sending a person over to relax your other half. Yeah. Well, so I think, I, I don't know. I just think uh, there's relationships. They're just complicated anyway. And I think anybody looking to the to NBC or any online form to try and figure out how to fix their relationship yeah. is like your relationship's in such a dire need that you're Googling 
you know, how can I, what the, what can I get my partner for Valentine's Day? Well, that's just it. I don't know them at all. Exactly. But th- that's the thing. Like it, it feels like a, like a young thing. Like it feels like I don't know this person. What's it like, what, what's something that I can do? And it's why all the stereotypical things come out where it's just like, buy them flowers, buy them chocolates, do spend, go spend a load of money. Um, and it's, it's this, it's the same people that end up, um, like googling what can i get my wife for christmas or something it's yeah. like if you don't know then uh I, I don't know what to tell you yeah like I, th- I don't think it's explicit to young people i know like older people who like yeah they struggle with celebrating christmas and fucking valentine's yeah. day and i think it's just because inherently most people are selfish and they get to a point where they give up on wanting to do for others. Maybe. That's why you get a lot of these counsellors and that that are like, I saw one thing to help marriages was to have organised maintenance sex, which means even if you're not physically attracted to your partner, you should schedule sex every week so that you have sex and that helps. Right. And you go, well, if you don't want to have sex with your partner, then that's a different thing altogether. If you don't have time, then you should make time. Yeah. But if you don't want, if you're not attracted and you do not want to have sex with your partner, don't force it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it. So People in different situations. Stuff like that, it depends what it is. Like, if it's just that you have a low libido, so you don't, it's not, not really to do with your partner, you just don't want to have sex with anyone, then forcing yourself to can stimulate that. Yeah, having sex raises libido. Um, but yeah, if it's because you're, I don't it's know. just a whole other. There's a whole load of problems, but there's a whole thing about parents stay to families stay together, marriage stays together. Yeah, but I'm a consistent longest relationship is nine months, so like I've gotten to a point multiple times where I'm like, this isn't working. Yeah, let's end this. Not let's have some maintenance sex. Yeah, and uh, uh, how about a spa find a <laughs> gift certificate? Yeah, this um, bloke is here to give you a massage. I'm yeah. going to the pub. Another thoughtful gift, uh, thoughtful gift number three or four. Well, it says three, but really it's four. Wife and hubby coffee mug set. Oh, God. Can you think of anything more disgusting? Just <laughs> disgusting. And like, I'm filled with love, right? <laughs> but I'm also filled with hate. And yeah. it's, the, it's the whole spectrum thing. I think the more you hate, the more you love. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody who can love something strongly that can't hate something strongly. Mm. Does that feel directly comparable to you? Yeah. Same with happy, sad. Yeah. You can't experience true happiness until you've experienced true yeah. sadness. Yeah. That so makes I think sense. yeah, I think love, hate are kind of opposites. Yeah, they are they are related. They're on a spectrum. It's like yin yang. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. sort of need one to, to have the other. Yeah. And anyone who experiences happiness or love because of a mug. That, and if someone made me a mug, that would have, again, that whole meal example. It's a whole yeah. different thing. Uh, but yeah, if someone just got you a mug that said husband and wife, it's be like this. Yeah, this is over. Not this is over, but this is this, uh, thoughtful. I don't know if that's thoughtful. That's the thing. Like, so that's one of those gifts that that's one of those things that you get for like weddings and stuff. Like there's some people Tat. that put real thought into what they buy you for a wedding. And if mm. they don't or they can't or if they think you could use like money more, they'll just give you money. Mm. But then there's a, there's a different level of person that just buys you like here's here's Sweet something that holders. says that's wedding related that yeah. has really nothing to do with either of the two of you. 
Like it's, 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 it's an excuse it's, because you can't think of anything better. Yeah. So you just buy whatever. Just like, this says husband and wife on it. Yeah. We are husband and wife. <laughs> Here we go. And it's annoying because Marriage. you have to be grateful because someone's bought you something. Like someone's, yeah. someone has done something. But to pretend that they've done a lot, like, yeah. I think you're, you're doing a disservice. Yeah. Well, just, it's not a thoughtful gift. No. It's a shit gift. Break that gift over that person's face. <laughs> End that marriage. 2020. Number four, uh, Hello Fresh gift certificate. Again, just money. But just money you Hello can't Fresh spend. Is that one of those cooking things? Yeah, like they send you the ingredients and you cook yeah. it yourself because go fuck yourself. <laughs> we've done a few of those because we, we found like They're good... It's so expensive. We found, well, we, that, Vicks, Vicks will buy them um, every now and again when she finds an offer on it where it's like, uh, you can have this week for 15 quid. And 15 That's quid... Crazy. 15 well, quid for crazy. five meals for two people is pretty good. It's just more expensive than what I spend. Yeah. It's just how, you know... Yeah, I, I, my food budget every week is like a tenner. Yeah. And I get like 30 meals out of that. Well, we... So it's just like... I can just I know extra splash out extra fiber yeah but it just feels like I'm just paying extra for no reason at all mm. yeah if there was one that was like as cheap as going to the supermarket mm. then I'd be interested in it because it is easier yeah but it's just it always works out more expensive and it's just like don't know don't understand why yeah yeah just weird but um, yeah the thoughtful gift right it's here's an increase of your food bill cheers <laughs> <laughs> The other one's a, a hooded robe. Thoughtful gift, isn't it? Random. Valentine's Day. Weird. Yeah, why? Probably sponsored. I don't know. Lip balm. What? That's number six. Lip balm. That's not... Uh, that's, that's... That's... Everything's closed. The garage was the only place that was open. <laughs> they were selling lip balm. And I also got you an air freshener. Uh, Winky Lux Flower lip balm. It's a fancy lip balm. Is this just a... Is this just an advertisement list? Could be. It's I don't a, know. Maybe getting the sponsors. Lip balm. The fuck. Dry lips. It's like oh, because you because you know then you can make out more. <laughs> I guess. I, do, I guess it comes under beauty product. You know, get them some beauty products. It's a shit idea. Sort your face out. If I showed your up, lips are shit. If I, if I gave Vix lip balm as a yeah. gift, and it wasn't just a just an everyday like oh I know you like lip balm I saw this like there you go. Like yeah. as a as an occasion kind of gift, like a birthday or like I guess Valentine's Day, if people value that. I'd like, rather have an egg. You can do a lot with an, give egg. Me an egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's more meaning in giving me an egg than yeah. is giving me lip balm. Yeah. Like cheers. Plus, you also get that nice thing when someone buys you something weird of like, what does this mean? <laughs> the mystery behind it, the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this God? <laughs> <laughs> Um, cherries and rainbows red wine get uh, them some red wine for Valentine's Day wine is a drink so you'll kind shut of up thing, isn't it <laughs> <laughs> this seems aggressive I get wine you, but wine is buying an experience that you can share I guess if you like wine yeah um, I guess but it's again it's a lazy gift it's not Valentine's Day it's not a Valentine's Day gift eh, it's like a Christmassy it's, gift or a birthday people gift like, it's, it's, wine is considered it doesn't show love something that you have on a romantic night yeah but you can have that. That's not the gift. But wine, wine is very much a. It's an accessory. Wine is something that you you both say like, okay, um, you get the you get the food. I'll get the wine. We'll meet back at home. Like it doesn't. It's not a gift. It's a. Uh, it's yeah. It's just part of the night. You separate. Uh, single too long. 
Mm? You do separate food shops for separate... No, it's just an example. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to the supermarket to buy food. You go to a different supermarket (laughs) and buy all the fucking wine you want. Uh, Wine. uh, uh, Socks. If someone ever bought me socks... I don't. I. They won't know me very well. I get socks for Christmas and stuff, and that's fine. Well, yeah, like, like filler for, from family for Valentine's Day. But the one that you love. Yeah. Here's some no. socks. No. Not that it's a bad gift. It's just such a useless gift. <laughs> I evidently already have socks. Yeah. I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. I don't even wear socks, and I'm here. <laughs> uh, but these socks have got faces on them. It's. 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 it's I don't know. It's for, it's for, these gifts are for people who aren't as filled with hate as you and I. I think yeah. that's what it is. I think it. Well, I like some, some of them are nonsensical. Lip balm, socks, like it's just but beauty products, clothing. I can kind of understand vaguely what you could substitute lip balm for moisturizer. If you're you gonna, know, well, if same, you're gonna, if you're gonna, same buy hatred s- for us, but same benefit for them, I guess. If you're gonna buy socks, why, like, for for a guy. I, I, I don't. I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. If you like, if you're gonna buy lip balm, why not buy flowers? It's just as unimaginative, but it's somewhat themed. Like <laughs> stick to the theme. Like it. It makes sense. Make it red. Like it's and and the the same goes for socks. If you're gonna buy socks, why not? Why why not why not buy wine? Why not just communicate like, your love to the one to your. Yeah. Love of your life instead of buying them some socks. Yeah. Oh, but that, you know, that shows how much I love them. Oh, well, if you love them about as much as you love socks. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and that's viable, it's true, it makes sense. But yeah, just do a bit more. Uh, buy them a watch. Have a watch. Christmas gift, birthday gift, retirement gift. If you're into Burglar watches. Burglar gift. But not Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, no, it's birthday thing. I've had a watch for my birthday before, and I was quite happy with it. Like, but yeah, yeah. It's not Valentine's. It's not it's a not, love it's gift. It's not romantic. It's not a gift of love. Yeah, it's like buying someone a a tie. Hooray! Like, great. Our relationship is a tie. <laughs> okay, great. You can kill yourself with this. I yeah. can kill myself with our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one I kind of get. It's, a, it's, a, it's an army knife. Get him an army knife. Swiss army knife. Why? Well, they're great, aren't they? I mean, I, I, they're I, useful. I like them. Yeah. But like... That would that would ring true for me if somebody bought me a Swiss Army knife. For Valentine's like, Day? Yeah. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Romantic, isn't it? But uh, yeah. So maybe someone feels that way about socks. But you can't use socks and you can cut them up and use them as, you know, wire of some kind. But you can't <laughs> do anything else with socks, really. So you want something that Bear Grylls could use nah. in some kind of... I don't like Bear Grylls. <laughs> what you went to Bear Grylls land? Exactly. Sorry, it was like this. Is, now you hate this him. is uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can have some crickets. Cheers. Yeah, it's gonna blow your mind. I don't. I don't. I think we're fine. <laughs> crickets <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Um, another one Swiss is an Amazon Alexa. How romantic! That's not. That's not romantic. If that's like buying someone a dishwasher <laughs> for Valentine's Day. Number twelve, a Google Nest. Which I think Same. is an Amazon Alexa, but a different brand. Well, the Nest is like the... Oh, what the hell is it called? bird in it. You're throwing rocks at. It's like, called, it's like it's, it's the thermostat. It's the thing that you can control the heat in your same, home. It's exactly the same like as that. Alexa. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's your thing of British gas, I think. Hive. 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 Yeah. You control your home British from gas. your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the smart home stuff does that, to be fair. Uh, a French press coffee maker. Not romantic. Not romantic. Like, just 
disgusting. A keepsake box. Vaguely romantic. Okay. If Vaguely. you put some stuff, personal stuff in it, dress it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> like we've had we've had ones before where we've made stuff for each other, like cards and things like that. Mm. Like so maybe if you bought some kind of presentation thing to put them in. Keep all your counterfeit credit cards in. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I think the idea was you put your wedding rings in them when you go to sleep. I thought they were always on. Do you always keep your wedding rings on? No, we take it off when they, when we sleep. When you sleep? Um, yeah, I put I put mine on the nightstand. Usually. Why? Is it like a circulation thing? Um, yeah, so just like as unhappy you, in your marriage. As you, <laughs> <laughs> just, ever, just give me some you fucking. Don't, do, do you do you do you wear any kind of rings no. regularly? No. So the size the size of your hand changes depending on your temperature. Like so, like it's it, another big bang thing, is it? No, it's like it's, your hand grows five times the size. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But when you when you're too hot, you'll find it difficult to get your get your like rings and things on and off because your fingers swell up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and is that because of the ring you're saying? Or is it no, no, no. It's not right. because of the ring. But when you're when you're sleeping, you'll you, you'll warm up and you'll you grow can swell and get caught on. But yeah. also, some people, I, I never I never found it because I don't really notice my ring i can't really feel it i guess you you'll block it out after a certain point so like i've i can fall like asleep in burdens, it yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can fall asleep in it and and it, and it doesn't bother me but we take we all we we uh, i take them take it off out of reflex because when we first when, when we got married vic said take it's them off um at night because you can damage them in your sleep like get them scratched and stuff and that means nothing to me now because i wear it to work so mine's scuffed up to shit but i still take it off at night that means every morning you put it on. Mm. Yeah, and Vix Vix leaves hers on a dressing table and puts them on when she gets ready in the morning. You see, but sometimes she doesn't wear them to to work because she doesn't yeah. want to damage them. See, I've I've expertly um, merged laziness with efficiency. <laughs> okay, right, go like if I spent ten minutes of every morning doing rituals such as putting on jewelry and whatever people do when they wake up to wake up. You know, like some people that like, I have to have a cup of coffee when I wake up. Mm-hmm. I have to run when i wake up i just i just wake up but largely because i don't want to do anything else <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have the 10 minutes extra sleep i think i'm governed by that i go mm. more sleep i'd be a better person you yeah. live longer i need to balance that out with the diabetes <laughs> so the more that i sleep means the more sugar i can consume <laughs> works out a big thing but i can understand a, a keepsake box yeah a personal thing to there's a time capsule i guess yeah. is what it is isn't it yeah. You're kind of putting that in. Okay, I'll give that one a pass. That one's yeah, not bad. That's all right. I mean, it's number 14 on the list. It took um, that long to well, get Well, 15, because there's two threes. Mm. Um, number 15 <laughs> is Lover's Yoga, Soothing Stretches for Two. It's based like a Kama Sutra book, I guess. Or Somewhat is it like a jokey. retreat? A what? A, like, a, like a retreat, is that? No, it's just a, a oh, exercise it's a, book. It is a book. Yeah, yeah. Which is okay. Some body oil, same as giving someone lip balm, to be fair. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Something rattled. <laughs> oh. um, letters to my love book. This was promising to write a letter to your love every month. The promise. Like one letter with the promise of more letters. Oh, right. Maybe, but just do that anyway. Just do you, That's weird. the thing, like you're... Oh, that was 17. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why you would. I think if people just confuse, everything's getting merged into one, whereas it's like now it's just a present. And because it's Valentine's Day, it's a Valentine's Day present. Right. It's just people becoming more and more, more and more blurred into being normal. <sighs> Not normal, just grey. 
people being more grey, mm. where X Factor's music and, you know, all genres are the same. Like, I think someone won a hip-hop Grammy that wasn't a hip-hop song because it was just a song. Right. What is that rattling? Uh, I don't know, but the... Oh, it's the screen. Screen's going mental. <laughs> is, the, is the plug loose? Maybe. There you go. That's it. <laughs> it's going all the, static uh, the, the living with love was going mental. <laughs> was, uh, the, um, in other romantic uh, living with love news, um, just some tips on how to build emotional intimacy with your partner. Mm. Again, from, uh, from NBC. Because uh, a lot of people struggle to apparently create emotional intimacy. See a therapist. <laughs> Just, I get that some people have difficulties opening up and that maybe that yeah. can cause differences. I'm certainly like that. I certainly won't. Um, it takes me a while to uh, get to know somebody properly mm. and kind of, yeah, be a bit more friendly with them. Um, but let's go into this. What is emotional intimacy and why does it matter? This is uh, from the article. Can be defined as allowing yourself to connect more deeply with your partner through actions that express feelings, vulnerabilities and trust says a neuropsychologist. So get that kind of, yeah, trust, being open to be vulnerable with somebody. I guess I've done that a little bit in the past. Yeah. Is open vulnerability with your partner a necessity in a relationship? Um, it's, I, so. The comfort to be able to be vulnerable. Yeah. Sure. I think, I think that's what it is. I don't think it's, an, it's a necessity because um, like a lot of people, uh, will be confident enough in themselves to actually not be vulnerable. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I guess you want to feel like you can be if you need to. That doesn't mean you actually have to do it. Well, I think what this goes on to say is that um, you have to do it so that the other person knows that you're comfortable being vulnerable. See, that's dumb, though, Seems because weird. how can you force yourself to be vulnerable? Well, step one. Uh, in how to build emotional intimacy with your partner is to be strategically vulnerable to earn their trust. <laughs> what? It's a weird phrasing of... It seems very manipulative. Be strategically vulnerable yeah. in order, in exchange for trust. Yeah. Um, even if uh, the, uh, you cannot force one another to become vulnerable, you can go out of your way to be vulnerable yourself. Mm. So you can, like, I don't know, stab yourself in the neck when you're watching a <laughs> film with someone. Yeah. And then you'd be like, I'm, I'm bleeding to death. Mm. Well, oh, I stripped my clothes off trust. and handcuffed myself to a, to a school um, <laughs> yeah. in the hope that you would see this as a sign of vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you earn trust. Yeah. That's what you do. Do you trust me now? But I guess lots of people do do that, don't they? When you think about it, they do stupid, stupid things it's, it's, in order to show their vulnerability in an attempt to attract somebody it's young it's childish isn't it it's it was it's like mm. um it's like you and the uh blood sacrifice <laughs> no the the um uh the it's love nice. actually thing with the signs when you're a kid yeah like that's that's that feels like a vulnerability thing like here's what i'm willing to do for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's more comedy, though, I think. It was more like this is I, funny I wasn't reference. there, so I don't know. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't know how it was. I just I just know how I framed it in my own head. <laughs> I'm really vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, uh, putting yourself in a position of embarrassment mm. is a vulnerability to some people, mm. maybe. But yeah, I mean, you know, people, that's the whole white knighting thing is to, 
you know, do something stupid, uh, do something uncalled for that is meant to elicit um, sympathy. Mm. And you only sympathize when somebody is in a weakened position, which could be interpreted as vulnerable, right? Yeah. So it's like if you're trying to earn trust through sympathy, which is, yeah, if you're being openly vulnerable, then you're trying to elicit sympathy, right? Yeah. Yes, they trust and they get more intimate because they know you can be embarrassing. It feels manipulative. Yeah, it feels very manipulative. But if you want intimacy, this is what you've got to do. Mm. The practice of strategic vulnerability is critically important. Instead of trying to be vulnerable in every area of your life, pick one place to start, says Paul, a <laughs> psychotherapist and author of Fragile Power, Why Having Everything is Never Enough. Twat. What? <laughs> Uh, so start by sharing something that happened at work that you might not have otherwise discussed. How vulnerable that you mentioned something that happened during your day. Yeah. Well, Dave okay. was meant to file these papers. He put it in the wrong box. Yeah. And now I'm incredibly vulnerable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think... This, this relationship is going places. I think I'm, I'm going to leave. I guess it's the same well, as... Well, now I'm vulnerable. That's like a, like a band, right? Mm. You've got... Like a uh, relationship, I think, translates to lots of other stuff. To say it was like a band, there's lots of bands that shouldn't be bands that are still trying to be bands, even though nobody in the band wants to be a band. <laughs> I'm not using any specific examples. Uh, it, there's loads of people have been in bands, right? Yeah. And there's loads of bands you go and see and you'd be like, why are you together? Well, we just do this now. <laughs> I hate the drummer. But Aerosmith hated Steven Tyler, but they still performed. Oh, really? Yeah, hated him. Oh. Like massively. I mean, I think uh, part of his onstage... I mean, Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Why are you still doing this? You obviously hate working together. Mm. Well, we're a band. Uh, pays the bills. Uh, I still get to play my part. Yeah. It's like, you, you shouldn't be together. Yeah. Go away and do Chinese democracy that people... some Either some people loved it, some people hated. I don't remember and never listened to it. I never listened to it. No. no. Slash's stuff was good, though. Yeah. Um, in other... Uh, step two in uh, emotional intimacy. Give your partner daily affirmations and compliments. Every day, 9am, say you look nice. Intimacy. It's weird that, like, we compliment each other all the time, but it's never a, like, a scheduled clinical kind of thing. It's just... Do you clock in when you do it? No. With your app? No. No, no, no. No. Well, no. you can't bill it then. <laughs> no. I've complimented you for seven minutes this week. Where's my seven minutes? Like, that feels like something that you should really be doing naturally, I guess. Yeah, but and then, again... It depends on the kind of person that you are, though. Because mm. some people aren't the kind of people that will give each other compliments. And they will be with people that kind of understand that and maybe also don't do it either. Like, you'll get the couples that are very kind of... Um, emotional with each other and loving mm. devil with each other and then you'll get the ones that are just very kind of cold and, and confident and yeah. like and they all and they, and they function that way like people everyone's different no they're not Steve oh, um, right. you need to give daily affirmations and compliments in order to gain intimacy Ugh. and be openly strategically vulnerable because it's critically important have you not been listening to the article <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's Day week Steve uh. oh those are the only two things you need to do um, in other NBC, one last one of living with love. These are the seven things you should say to your spouse in order to deepen your connection. So sit your spouse down and tell them and say to them, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. And then <laughs> the relationship will deepen. Oh. 
Yes, and. Yes, and. To me, they all sound sarcastic. Oh, tell me more. Yeah. It's like, oh, great relationship. Other thing to say, something I'm struggling with right now is... <laughs> just leave it hanging. I'm assuming there's an example yeah. given. But just like, excuse me, spouse. <laughs> something I'm struggling with right now is gluten. Gluten. Our like relationship has strengthened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god distractions mm. I've already said how much I hate them um, uh, the other one is how do you want to feel <laughs> relationship gets yeah. better by the minute I am trying to understand your point of view another great thing to say to a spouse if you want okay. your relationship to go I, I assume yeah, but- you're saying these things I'm concerned <laughs> About your relationship, just make sure you say these things. These shouldn't daily be things that you have to say out loud. Have to. These should be something that is an understanding between the two of you anyway. Otherwise, why are you together? You to why would you be with someone who you are not trying to understand? How can you feel? Tell me more. You have to say it every day. Have to say it every day. <laughs> two more. How can I show up for you this week? <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up. Which I think is like, how can I uh, be greatly effective to you, your life this week. Yeah. Which I think is like, yeah. How, well, so what can like, I do to help you this week? I shouldn't have to be prompted to say like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Is there anything I can do? Like th- that should be something that you do as a spouse or as a partner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that's expected of you within a relationship and not just a romantic relationship in a friendship. But like, if you're not doing it, then you won't have an, a meaningful relationship. I I, th- I think if you're not doing these things, you're you're too far down the down down the scale. I don't think. <laughs> well, it's what I think. All this stuff is for like the eighty percent of people. Yeah, that are just the average people. Yeah, in the average relationships. I've been with Stacy for twenty years because she lived down the road, and I didn't have a car back then. Yeah, so now, now I do have a car. Now we're married. Then and we're still together. So I don't want to talk to her. But if I want to have a meaningful relationship, mm. I guess I must. It's that kind of How thing. How can I help I imagine. you? It's like you're, like, like you're serving someone in a shop. Yeah. How can I help you today? How can I show up for you this week? Yeah. This feels, this feels <laughs> weird. And uh, it meant so much to me when you dot, dot, dot. It's a good thing to say to your spouse. Oh, so that's just... Just confirming and acknowledging and a- Acknowledging emotion. the good things that they do for you. Again, something it. that should come naturally. To normal people. Recognising um, attempts. Yeah. Like, you know, if people try and do something for you and you constantly never acknowledge it, then they're going to stop doing it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, acknowledging the attempt. Um, anyway, um, in other news, that's all the romantic news uh, for this week. Um, and just thought we'd uh, have a look. I got no worries. got no worries. That's me. <laughs> it's time to check back in in Saddington. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a very slow news week. <laughs> so I thought I'd do what's going on in Saddington. Uh, so, a few little quick ones. A man was left seriously injured after a crash, after he suffered a crash while being t- whilst in an ambulance. <laughs> so he's in an ambulance. Already. He got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll take care of you. <laughs> Outsiding to happen on the motorway. 
<laughs> Only in Saddington. When you're on your way to hospital, <laughs> you get sent to hospital again. <laughs> you needed another ambulance for the ambulance. Uh, the, <laughs> tow truck. Yeah. Uh, no, in that yeah. situation, does the tow truck have a siren? Must do. Because it's an emergency tow <laughs> truck. <laughs> yeah, it's an ambulance tow truck now. <laughs> Uh, Leicester, I think Saddington's in Leicester, apparently. Leicestershire right. police said a man in his 40s who was travelling as a passenger in the ambulance. So maybe he was in the passenger seat. I don't think so, though. If you're a passenger in an ambulance, you're dying. You assume you're in the yeah, back. Yeah, you'd be yeah. in the back being treated for something. You don't give someone a lift in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Um, was taken to hospital where he remains in serious but stable condition. A man and a woman who were also in the ambulance were taken to hospital for minor injuries. So maybe the drivers, maybe other people attending. Mm. I think you can have like one person ride with you in an ambulance. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So an ambulance got in a crash in Saddington. <laughs> in other news in Saddington, a wildlife <laughs> hospital has said new legislation. A wildlife hospital. Is that a vet? Yeah. It's for vets, right? Um, wild, well, wildlife hospital. Treating wild It'd be like people. a sanctuary. So like if you find injured animals and things that aren't people's pets, you can take, take them to a hospital. You can take them to a sanctuary. Like a yeah. wildlife sanctuary, yeah. So I guess a, a wildlife hospital. hospital if you find an injured bird or something. Don't call it hospital. Right. I don't think it's a hospital. Yeah. If I went to hospital and I was surrounded by giraffes that were being yelled at by a little kid, <laughs> I'd be like, it's I guess weird a wildlife hospital, hospital is, is a hospital that's responsible for treating animals that nobody owns. I guess. Well, in Saddington, they're euthanizing them all. As opposed to just letting them die. Yeah. 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 They've run out of space and so now they're killing all the squirrels. All of them. All of them. Yeah, well, we've got no more space. <laughs> Basically. So we need to kill all of them, so we've got more space. Yeah, new rules mean rescue centres can no longer return non-native animals to the wild following treatment. They have no room to keep the animals in captivity. I think this is specifically grey squirrels, and they have no choice but to kill them. Humanely. Oh, wow. A grey squirrel's not considered native now. Like, do they not get, like, a passive immigration kind of thing? Like, when you've been here for so many years, like, you get <laughs> to... passport. Yeah, yeah, like, you're considered a, a citizen. Because I know they're an invasive species, but... Well, if they've they are been natives, around, They've been here for so long now. Is that, is that, does that mean it's a good thing that they're being all euthanised? Or is that a bad thing, then? Well, is it worse to euthanise a, a, na a national... I um, guess... ...citizen or, or an immigrant? What's worse? <laughs> Don't euthanise an immigrant. <laughs> Um, yeah. but like euthanize your own people <laughs> don't even yeah. no but like <laughs> I, I, I understand if it's if it's an invasive species that isn't really here yet it's just the fact that it's a great a grey squirrel it's like yeah. what are you hoping to achieve like get get healthier again well, no I mean like by by killing it like by not releasing it like what difference do you think it's going to make like all the red squirrels are already pretty much gone mm. like this is the this is the squirrel type of squirrel that is in our country now no but like they're all wounded like they're people are bringing them wounded squirrels yeah and there's no but space they're saying they won't they, they like them. if so they're saying like oh if they were bringing us injured red squirrels we wouldn't kill them we'd we'd let them heal and then we'd let them go but yeah, because they're gray squirrels they're an invasive species and we have to kill them off in oh, spite of the fact that they're an invasive species a hundred years ago or gray squirrels the hell can't go in red squirrel cages it's uh, another Big Bang thing. Another okay. lie that you were told as a child that a box can contain any item. And it's like uh, only, only red squirrels can't go in it. What? I'm saying that, yeah, like uh, my imagine from what you're saying is there's mm. 30 spaces in the vets. Yeah. They've got 10 grey squirrels. Another 11 squirrel comes along and they go, there's no space for more grey squirrels, even though we've got 20 spaces. 
through. No, what they've what 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 they've said is they need to they is they what what that sounded like to me is that mm. ordinarily they would have released them back into the wild, but because it's a grey squirrel, so it's invasive, they can't release it back into the wild, so they just have to kill it. Oh no, they're saying that they're full of grey squirrels that are sick. Yeah. Any more grey squirrels brought to us, but it's, we've got to kill. Yeah, because it said non-native, right? It said uh, non-native creatures. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there is a paragraph that says that. I just didn't. I glossed over that. I guess. Oh right, okay. That's the bit that I was talking about. <laughs> a wildlife hospital has said new legislation means it will have to euthanize injured grey squirrels if they are sent to them for care. Next paragraph. New rules mean rescue centres can no longer return non-native animals to the wild following treatment. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think it's saying the vet, the, this giraffe hospital has got so, it's so filled with non-native animals mm. that they don't want to release back into our country yeah. because they'll pollute, you know, cross contaminate, whatever. You can't bring a koala over here. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Feels yeah. like they're, they're, they're fully booked I because just, they've got all these animals. I found it unusual that even after all this time, and even though they're everywhere, a grey squirrel is still falls under that category. Right. And I don't think it does. Right. I think the wildlife is... What's a non-native squirrel? A bacon squirrel. Right. There's, this wildlife hospital has got loads of bacon squirrels because they can't release them into the UK wildlife because mm. they're non-native. Due to that, they haven't got many squirrel beds left. And so... In order, when they get given an extra squirrel where there's no beds for it, they just kill it. Right. And that's a... Okay. How Saddington. Oh. <laughs> and lastly from Saddington, yep. a body found near a Leicestershire road in December has been identified as a missing woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I mean, I suppose it didn't necessarily need to be a woman. No. A missing person. Been identified as missing. This dead body's a missing woman. Yeah. Okay. Well... She is. <laughs> she's obviously not about, is she? Because we've yeah. only just found her. Yeah, she's uh, pushing up the daisies, as they say. Yeah. Missing from mm. this world, if you believe in Big Bang. Pushing up the daisies. Terry Jones. Terry Jones died. We didn't... Yeah. We didn't I, I think we... Did I don't we think miss we addressed that? it. No. Yeah, no. Um, was... T was I, I know a lot of people have said that he's, the, he's their favourite, and I can't tell if they're saying that because he's died, so mm. they feel the need to say something, or if because, like he, he he actually was. But I can understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of like John Cleese turns a lot of people off um, because of just because of because of his attitude. Because he's quite he's, he's quite bullshy, and he, I think people have a very kind of hit or miss, like you either love him or hate him kind of thing. Yeah, I say he's got probably a marmite personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His writing um, I quite liked, but yeah. yeah, his personality I think is very, very marmite. Um, but Terry, I think Terry Jones was almost somewhat forgotten amongst the others. Like he didn't really, he d he didn't um, do a lot of like recognizable stuff afterwards. I guess Paling went on to do his like wildlife tour in the world kind of stuff. <laughs> um, like yeah, uh, Chapman died in the eighties, but then Cleese did as been continuing to work since then doing loads of different things eric mm. idle went into writing musicals and terry jones was just terry jones yeah he continued directing all that stuff oh did he believe so maybe i just didn't keep did. up with him I, I don't he wasn't in the limelight mm. i guess is what we're saying right he wasn't like spotlighted as what's terry jones doing now yeah he's in the he's on the, all the talk shows yeah it's just like no he's just 
continue doing stuff, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, never, I didn't follow much of the Python stuff, like no. post films and television series, to be fair. Mm. I saw the musical. I was like, it was all right. I still, don't, still haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, the mm. cast would be different now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was all right. It, I think that they are worshipped very much. Yeah. Python stuff. And it is, was definitely very much a revolutionary thing. Yeah, the, but like I would, I I would go as far as to say they, they were to comedy what the Beatles were to music. I think like there's they they were just doing something so different that it's mm. arguable that it changed and influenced a lot of people to get music to where it was. Yeah, like so to the point where it's like even if so like me for instance I don't really care about the Beatles I don't I don't listen to them there's none of their songs that are really like oh I fucking love that song but like I understand that what they did at the time like was revolutionary like it did it it influenced things to the point where music probably wouldn't be would, would be something very different now had they not been around Yeah I guess so there was much controversy about where they got their songs from. Whereas, like the Rolling, the yeah Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, all that kind of stuff had questionable sources. Yeah, well, the Stones music. was a lot of like blues covers and yeah stuff like that. It was kind of, but I don't, I don't remember there being that much about the Beatles. I think the Beatles were like very sexualized for the first time. Mm. Musicians were or something. Yeah, that was the first one. Like the kids are going crazy for this yeah. new young band or whatever. Yeah. But that it was very like much elderly the, bands anymore. That was very much the same with Python. Like they would, there had been sketch stuff before, but it always had a very specific kind of format. It didn't really do much that was ludicrous. Yeah, for me, the whole Python thing was uh, it, it built a lot of bridges over. It wasn't trying to be too political. It wasn't trying to be too clever. It was just like this is all absurd. Yeah, life is all absurd. Everyone yeah. can relate to absurdity on some level mm. and so it was able to engage and then just good performances and good writing yeah. and stuff like that yeah where it was it wasn't like um say something like not the nine o'clock news mm. was 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 a tighter demographic i think yeah yeah still very good but it wasn't as not broad but not as easily accessible i think yeah yeah i think there's more people had to be it's a smaller demographic i think and monty python felt more like yeah, this is just people running around in the forest clacking coconuts together because they can't afford horses. Yeah. And they're just, you know, making funny accents and pissing about. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like semi-relatable. Yeah. And Terry Jones good. always ended up playing the woman. Yeah. Well, they all took their turn, but yeah, I think it was the yeah. most, most I think he's, he's, he said, I, I always do it because it's the part that no one else seems to want to do. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I, I I vaguely heard room. I think I think he was suffering from dementia quite a lot. Yeah, I I knew it was something like during the musical. I'm not sure if it was Alzheimer's or dementia or something yeah. like that. But it was it was it was something. And like he he, he he went from being kind of like with it to just out of it very quickly. Apparently, yeah. Well, it's a really rough sickness yeah. to get. So yeah, at least there's. At least maybe it could be an end of suffering or whatever. Yeah. But still, yeah. yeah it's it's an, an iconic person in an iconic group. Mm. And you kind of do have a feeling that, oh, that, level, that little bit of creativity is kind of left. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's me for this week. Saddington and uh, relationship advice. Yeah. Yeah. From the single guy. And God. <laughs> yeah, God spoke, sprung in there for a little bit. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I think it's a, yeah... Not specifically to you, but like I think a lot of people get there. It's a 
it's uh, what what do you call it? It's it's an unwritten rule, or it's a uh, a given. It's a given. Like you make mm. that you have this thought years ago, and then we never really think about it. And then it's just like yeah, when you come to try and figure something out, it's always blurry for me at least. When you think, am I arguing the the, the conversation, or am I thinking about what I thought? a while ago yeah or there's so many different variables which you can call god uh, in the, <laughs> which you could call in the conversation but yeah i think without god or without a belief without belief i think you wouldn't be able to get anywhere and i think god is just a trigger word isn't it i think yeah yeah i said before that like, you could believe in yourself yeah i, so I think in a self i'm i'm, I'm very much um an advocate of of faith you have to have faith in something otherwise you just become a nihilist, like you, you, you wouldn't get anything done. You'd have no faith that anything was going to happen, that anything was going to work. Like you wouldn't, it wouldn't. I, I don't think you'd. I don't think you could get through life. But your definition of faith is where things get, where things change. Mm. Not your definition, but I, I guess what you have faith in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can see, yeah, you can still do stuff without believing in a. Yeah, well, the best example. Yeah, I think uh, I think the example I gave. Ep- decades of ep- decades of episodes mm. tens of episodes ago yeah. was uh, Darren Brown um, proved that luck exists as a higher power right and um, in a scientific way and it's all that's all that yeah that's all that belief in a god a higher power a anything is is if you believe in if you believe you're lucky you will have more luck yeah simple fact if you feel lucky, you'll take more opportunities. The more opportunities you take, the more probability that you're going to experience something beneficial. Mm. If, if you don't feel lucky, then you will not risk any opportunities because you don't think they're going to go well. Yeah. So he did this by stalking a, a man in a town <laughs> um, and giving him incredible opportunities that he wouldn't take. He said he was the unluckiest person in the town. So he would do things like leave 20 quid on the floor on his walk to work. Mm. And he would just walk straight by it because he wasn't on the lookout for opportunity. Right. He yeah. would um, have um, a, a charity questionnaire person uh, offering 20 quid if they can name five parts of a cow. He's a butcher, um, didn't want to get involved. Mm. Um, so he just walked straight by. Yeah. And lo- lots of other different things like that. And they did a thing where there was a statue in the park that he said he created this mythos about that it was a lucky statue. And if you rub it, you'll get more luck. And you'll feel luckier. And he mm. said, if you feel luckier, you will be you will achieve more you'll be on you, because you'll be open to opportunity i guess yes yeah you're the, and it's not rational your brain you may think you're lucky but you, you you will feel more active to do things yeah same as if you're happier you'll have more energy to do things and that's all that that's that's an example of a god a higher power yeah. of some form a higher image and that higher image could be luck mm. if you feel lucky you'll roll more dice yeah if you roll more dice you'll get more sense. yeah I think, um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think for me, it's a difficulty of, uh, of language. Like mm. God is a very charged word mm. and it immediately conjures up things that you may not even be talking about. Yeah. So like um, if God, if you, if you, if, if you're rolling the dice and you think God is giving you luck, yeah. do you picture a person, an, an individual person moving the dice or, you know, that kind of thing? Or do you feel it more of a, an energy? Just try and dilute that loaded I prob- word, Probably an, word. an energy. Mm. I, I think I would... I, I, can't, I can't really talk about God because I, was, I will always attach a being to it. 
and I don't think. Well, you've had I, I've I've got it a lot with music where mm. you just it feels divine. You feel, have a feeling of divination. Yes. Yeah, from hearing a lyric, a song at a certain point in your life, and it's like you're getting struck by lightning, and you're like, oh my god, this has touched me in some way. Mm. That I would I would describe that as a lot. I would say a lot of people would describe that feeling as a touch of God. Right. Whether or not, whether it's music, whether it's while you're performing an exorcism, while yeah. you're doing a satanic ritual, it doesn't have to be religious God. It's just, but a lot of people would describe that as some kind of higher power. Yeah. Not necessarily there's a higher power in control of it all. Yeah. But I th- things yeah, outside I think- of their control subconscious it's just interpreting subconscious I th- stuff. I th- yeah I, th- I think that's it though I, th- I think that that is just um th- that is attaching a, a name to the mystery um to, f- for me and i think because of my experience of, uh, of of the way that i feel about a god um i find it very difficult to talk about that mystery as though it's as though it's god yeah, like, I, I, guess I, th- I think there's 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 far too much um, that that like God the, God the idea of God the word God is far too mired in in, in far too much culture that I that, that that I don't adhere to or believe in for me to attach that word to anything else. <laughs> God has got so much meaning in so many other things that you dis that no you it's don't so it's in. so associated to, yeah. to to religion to me that i can't attach that word to to other things right. i think if you want to talk about the mystery of life then talk then yeah. i can't i can't call that mystery of life god god is very much a strict thing and then mystery is very much because there's no mystery in that for me whatsoever it's all known it's just not you can't ration you can't consciously conjure it right you know what subconscious stuff is it's all describable but you have no control over it because it's subconscious. Okay. Three meals. Yeah. <laughs> Three meals. Luck. If you feel yeah. lucky, you'll take more chances. Yeah. That doesn't mean that luck is a mystery. Mm. It means that luck I've has been really named felt, luck. I've never really felt lucky. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lucky you don't have to drive very far. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Ugh. 320 pints of milk and a burning convenience store. These are the two things you'll need if you want to win Hero Milkman of the Millennium, um, <laughs> which is an award currently held by Steve Leach, who emptied his wagon of milk into a burning building, saving seven other businesses. <laughs> Hero Milkman of the Millennium. Preemptive, isn't it? It's the beginning of the millennium, isn't it? Was um, this last millennium? Pff, well, I, I think that's the thing. Like People have been like doing these of the decade things and it's like it's the first year yeah it's the first month optimistic second guess but well you should always well yeah decades different you'll Mm. live through a decade yeah of the millennium (laughs) it is presumptuous like that's a thousand years saying he's the the most heroic milkman we've we're going to see for a thousand years what if we run out of milk maybe then that could then they can look at the books hmm how much yeah. milk did each milkman pour on a fire? Yeah. Well, this one's the most. Yeah. Steve Leach. Winner. Write it down. He Hero saved businesses. Didn't millennium. save people. They were burnt to death. Oh, yeah. But he saved those signs. Mm. And uh, wasted a lot of milk. Oh, milk. Yeah. Can I mean, insurance will pay for the buildings. Right? <laughs> He'll pay for the milk. Yeah. The cows. <laughs> Cruelty. Pay. <laughs> uh, kids are stupid. Just attention-seeking, oh. isn't it? Sorry. What? 
who boasts about losing all their milk? <laughs> losing it all? Yeah, lost it in that fire. Fire took all my milk. I saved the day, though. Can I be milkman of the millennium? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, uh, Steve. Uh, sure. Just I mean, we were going to pay you for the milk, but here's a trophy, I guess. Don't cry over <laughs> your fucking hot milk, mate. Yeah, don't be it's vulnerable about it, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in your fucking emotional <laughs> we're not, relationship. We're not there yet, <laughs> all right? Yeah, maybe if you buy me some lip balm, maybe we'll get involved. <laughs> Fuck, you know. um, anyway, uh, kids are stupid. Yeah. Uh, J.M. Barry didn't realise quite, quite how stupid until he had to add fairy dust to his Peter Pan story because without it, many children just assumed they could fly and began hurling themselves off their beds. Yeah. I, I could agree that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't realise he'd added it, not posthumously, that's wrong, but like after publishing. He did publishing, do it after he was after dead. He died. <laughs> no, after he, like, he didn't realise he'd, he'd, he'd had to add it as a precautionary measure. It didn't seem yeah. that out of place. Like, I just assumed that it was always part of the story. But no, like, we had to add the fairy dust afterwards because of all the injured kids. <laughs> of all those tragic yeah. suicides yeah. That, uh, that happened. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sense. I don't think any of them died. Like, they weren't hurling themselves off roofs, maybe. But it's, yeah. it said specifically jumping off beds and hurting themselves. Yeah. I guess you would test it on a bed before you jump off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get... Yeah, I, when you're a kid, you're not impressionable, but you're just more trusting and optimistic. You would hear something and you'd yeah. believe it was true. You have to have it beaten out of you <laughs> by jumping and smashing right on your face <laughs> yeah. before you accept... That yeah. maybe it's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was lies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. all lies. Aren't lies bad? Mm, yeah. Kind of. So, so I've, you've given me a book of lies. Yeah. And now we're in hospital. I just assumed that the only reason that I haven't flown for the 12 years I've been alive is because I haven't tried. Yeah. Not because I couldn't. But that makes sense, right? You haven't ridden a unicycle because you haven't tried. <laughs> you needed Peter Pan to tell you how to fly? Well, you just right. get on your bed and jump off. What's a good example of... Uh, mm. I don't know. What, what, what morals did Harry Potter bring to the world? I never read it. What morals? Uh, orphaned kids are treated special <laughs> and hated by other adults who liked their parents. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so Harry Potter was orphaned, wasn't he? Because um, some guy who went to school with his mum and dad like, murdered him. Oh. That's Voldemort. Okay. Like, you have no reference point, do you? No. But like, it's basically the story. is Not read the books, Harry not Potter, seen the films. his parents get murdered by someone they went to school with. Right. And then that guy who went to school with, he's half snake or something, <laughs> and he, he hates Harry Potter for the whole, all, the whole series. Oh. That's the book. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's basically the morals. Yeah, orphaned kids are treated as wizards. <laughs> I guess. There's a lot of race hate in Harry Potter, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, mudbloods. Oh, yeah, I know about yeah, that. Yeah, non-magical folk. Well, there's some references Throw I understand. some but... racism in there, why not? He's <laughs> <laughs> putting more racism in it. <laughs> Gotta get the keys charged. Some dust in it before but, they all die. But yeah, you, I, I was an optimistic, innocent kid once... Right. Never twice, but once I was, and just like, yeah, I can understand. I would read a book and believe in myself, and then I'd have the harsh reality. <laughs> just parents oh. in it. You've yeah. got the fairy dust, mate. Yeah. Can I get some? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> have some sherbet lemon. Is this fairy dust? Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. 
Go into yourself and jump off. Gimpy Gimpy, uh, which I think is how it's pronounced, the somehow less PC name of the Australian suicide tree. Uh, So-called because being stung by the venomous tree causes immense agony that has been known to make horses jump off cliffs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One man (laughs) mistake. Horses making decisions. (laughs) That's what it is. It's not like I'm going to go, you know, do something. I'm fucking running off this cliff. (laughs) One man mistakenly used gimpy gimpy leaves to wipe his ass and ended up shooting himself in the face. (laughs) Not as funny as suicide horse. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, it's a weird, yeah, subconscious. You could call that God, I guess. When dogs get old... Um, and they're ready to die. They go away and like sit in a bush. Of, yeah, hide away somewhere. Here. Yeah, it's not a rational thought. They haven't thought now. I want to die. It's just subconsciously they've just been driven yeah. to go and do this act. And take themselves away. Like, yeah. yeah, and I, I saw that firsthand with the first dog I had. To so just like yeah. start sitting in bushes and be like, never done that before. Her skin is falling off. Uh, she wants to die. Yeah, so, yeah. I deal with it there and then. But yeah, subconscious. Tr- that's God. <laughs> God killing your dogs since zero. Yeah. <laughs> Where's God? Was he in that bush with the dead dog? God was around before Zero because he was always there. Yeah. Yeah. And he had kids at Zero. God is mature to Zero. He is the past, he's the future, he's everything. (laughs) He's orange. Yeah. Whatever it is. (laughs) Um, We should get that. That should be our first interview. What? God? God. (laughs) That's a big get. Interview God, and it's just a dying dog (laughs) (laughs) sitting in a bush. Uh, you need to put like a, a, a very real. specific mm. casting call. Have <laughs> you got dogs. a dying dog? <laughs> we think he could be God. We want to make it the Messiah <laughs> and interview it on a fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, God is dead, dog. <laughs> dog is dead. Uh, Dogma. Um, Paul Winchell. Invent, invented the artificial heart. He also voiced Tigger in Winnie the Pooh. Uh, to recap, this Paul did two totally unrelated and equally inspiringly talented things. Uh, and Paul Brown made a fucking bottle out of a bottle. <laughs> Fuck you, Paul Brown. Why do you hate him so much? <laughs> just, it's just, it's just a stupid way to make ten million dollars. <laughs> Is it, is it that you say if you made no money, would it be uh, mm. more forgiven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate him because he, he made money off of it. That's why. <laughs> Fair enough. He just took something that someone else made and went like that. Yeah. $10 million. But he added the, the tip, the cup, the top. Oh, well done. Put a new lid on it. New invention. $10 new gadget. Dollars. It's yeah. not. It's not. Squeeze, just, just made it squeezy. Make the other end of the bottle flat. That's all he did. And he made it all squeezy, didn't he? No. no. No, he didn't invent the squeezy bottle. Yeah, he just he was... turned the label upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Twat. Great idea. Uh, but um, yeah, the guy that voiced, voiced Tigger <laughs> invented the artificial heart. It's like it's a weird crossover. The things you do in your shed. <laughs> well, it's just, I think just effective, productive people lead incredibly more productive and effective lives. Yeah than the average person who is not productive or effective. Yeah. So uh, I think you see that quite a lot where you get somebody who's very, who's achieved something great 
I mean, like, great, not like they've made their own pizza. It's like something great. That <laughs> All the guys on. that have made their own pizza. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a good thing. It's not great. You know, they achieved something well, I thought great. it was pretty great. It'd be like, they've achieved something great, and then what do you, what, what do, you do after that? Do you just give up? Maybe, mm. but most people who put the work into achieving something great will yeah. put that work into something else. Yeah, I'm bored some, of not achieving great things. Voice so acting. Gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want. I want. I want to lisp everywhere. Mm. Yeah, they lisp in your Tigger. I never really watched Winnie the Pooh. Um, the wonderful thing about Tigger. That's I think he had a, Yeah, I think he had a lisp. Maybe. Yeah. Well, like I think the, the animation and his tongue come out or something. Something oh, like that. I can't. Or remember. remember what Eeyore wasn't a real donkey, was he? Like his no, tail just, came off. It's a stuffed toy. Yeah, and I think they're all toys. I think that yeah, they're, to they're all toys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they went. F- because they lived was, in a place that people it was a story that A.A. Milne told his kid about where all his toys came from. They all There's lived dark in, the, in, in the Hundred Acre Wood. We've covered something about A.A. Milne. Oh, something about it. Something horrific happened with him. Something horrific happened with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, something horrific happened. Yeah. Loads of people died. <laughs> Leave it there. Uh, okay. Did you ever watch Winnie the Pooh? Um, I never really watched it. I remember seeing it. I know I can't remember watching it religiously or anything as a kid. Gone fishing. That was where they lived or did they always go fishing? No, they lived in a hundred acre wood. Um, What's the gone fishing then? Just That's a s- thing, isn't it? Isn't that like a big part of Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. Someone's always fishing. <laughs> I don't know. I remember they played poo sticks. Just, yeah. just throwing a stick in a river. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Before oh, Tetris. Bother. Yeah. Yeah. Miserly old toys. Yeah. <laughs> Less Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> more, I need a Xanax. And a more <laughs> emotional relationship. I should strategically be vulnerable at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And finally, uh, Doug Davis was a man who understood the life-changing effects of simple acts of kindness. As a stunt pilot in the 1920s, he once flew with a child who gleefully threw out baby Ruth chocolate bars to Doug's adoring fans below. Little did Doug know that he inspired that boy to be a pilot himself. Uh, He jazzed up the whole chocolate bar routine bit, though, (laughs) and instead dropped an atomic bomb onto Hiroshima. Uh, the uh, little ways you can influence people. <laughs> <laughs> God, isn't it? Yeah. It's just <laughs> working through you. Yeah. This is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sparks an interest in mm. dropping bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that the, the interesting, the guy that, the guy that did that um, requested, like sent an official request to the military to never have his name published. Like, so they know the, the, yeah. the you know, the name of the, the plane that he rode and stuff like yeah, that. And but the bomb his actual identity was just like forever concealed. And Doug Davis came along. <laughs> well, Doug Davis was there years earlier. Yeah. Doug Davis a- probably knew his name, but he's dead now. So, Oh, he died before. He di- he was well, this in, this in was Japan. in the 1920s. He was an yeah. adult in the 1920s. The chances are <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, in- pretty atomic bombs. Pretty intense. It's that, it's that thing where it's just like, uh, it's 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 remembering that that like Hitler was a baby at some point. Like it's weird. Mm. Like because you know this person as as a monster, not even as a human. Like it was it was 
was uh, like um, an entity of like pure evil. Like you forget they were like just it's just another baby. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think like if you think about England and Germany, right? England was bombed for years, mm. but Japan was nuked mm. twice. Yeah, all civilians. Yeah, like and it like I think just because of our int- where we've grown up and our point in time. Oh, by the way, I'm not saying the guy that dropped the bomb was a monster. Oh like, yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. he was doing what his sergeant told him to do yeah, as part so. of the military. Yeah, but like clocking in. Yeah, talking it on. Yeah. Plus, at the time as well, like it was a new thing. It's like, who knows what's going to happen? Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it again? Yeah, but yeah, it, it still it still surprised me that just how crazy it is that the only people to have inflicted nuclear warfare on innocent people is America, mm. and because they make all the films, yeah, it's seen as like a really, hero, really big all thing. heroes. But yeah. it's a history thing, you know. We've you know you can't hold a grudge forever. No generations change and the thing is like yeah history's written by the victors and everything but if germany had one like best of luck making the nazis look good i'm not sure you'd have been able to i think you could just got to leave out certain things didn't you just don't mention all the shit (sighs) how do you not mention well america doesn't mention in their patriotic you know swearing allegiance or whatever Mm. new cool japanese civilians and children yeah yeah and they don't see it in the same way as like the system they attacked pearl harbor yeah they attacked an island with some military personnel on it yeah they didn't do very well (laughs) and you nuked their women and children yeah seems intense yeah but it's not yeah let's make a film called where we go i love the smell of napalm in the morning Mm. it's like "Mm, america yeah (laughs) no nothing against it it's just a really weird image when you really when you Look at it. Yeah. Even in context, you go, that's extreme. Mm. There was no choice. Well, if the only choice is to um, vaporize all the women and children, <laughs> seems like that's a step too far. <laughs> seems extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Saved American lives. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Seems weird. But then that's God. All right. <laughs> Just bow. put a bow on that. <laughs> Yeah, God mm. works through you to throw stones at birds and bombs on Japan. Yes. Yep. And um, to turn your ketchup bottles upside down. Twat. To tr- <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the, yeah, as you said. Well, you've explained it. It's the fact that he made loads of made loads of money really easily. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. No, the thing is, is with perfectly within his right to have made all that money. He made a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just, an, it's annoying. It's annoying that it's like, why was that so easy? Yeah. I guess. When something makes sense, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Just go, yeah, might yeah. as well do that. But still, fuck Paul Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Nemesis of the show. Let's get his relatives on. Yeah. We'll interview a dying dog of God <laughs> and Paul Brown's. Paul, I don't he's know still how alive. He get he's him not, on. He's not dead. Let's go to Spain yes, or wherever. First Skype call, Paul Brown. <laughs> Paul Brown, fuck you. Why? You brought joy to millions. <laughs> yeah. We don't like that. You made source application easier for everybody. Yeah. You helped feed the But hungry. it's not worth $10 million. We were all doing it anyway. We just, we did it ourselves. Yeah, and we he, were happier. We just made it easier for you. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I want $10 million. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, weird episode. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> another long one. That's fine. Yeah, yeah another weird episode, weird episode. Bit of God. Not sure if that's going to make the cut. Nah. Uh, not for the full episode anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. See how it goes. But still interesting, I think. Yeah. Even just for documentation. Yeah. I think it's uh, interesting to have well, genuine conversation. Well, you know, I argue, well, not argue, but debate stuff, mm. I think, in different, maybe a different way that is either right or wrong. And I think it's healthy to have the conversation anyway. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's interesting to talk because, yeah, we're both very much of the understanding that you could, you should be able to talk about anything oh, yeah. and it not destroy anything. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's so many people just like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't talk about it. It's like no, who cares? Can no one cares. Talk about whatever you want. Well, if you do that, well, and those are the people who, in order to stay in a marriage, they have to buy them lip balm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I bought you that lip balm. Right? It's all going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. Attra- I'm not attracted to damaged people. But damaged people are the only people who like me. <laughs> so no. it's just. <laughs> no. I'm at leg step. So I'm at sing it step. <laughs> When is he going to say it? Uh, we're at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Pulling Teeth Podcast, and you can find all of it at pullingteethpodcast.com. Yep. And okay, wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com if you want yep. to email us directly. There's mm. also form submission on the site. Yeah. Yeah. To have a play. Yeah. Yeah. That's us for another week. Yeah. All good. Mm. Nothing to tie up. Got all wrapped up God's in a neat little up bow. With a ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. Present it to your other half for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy Valentine's Day, I guess. I got you, God. That's an impressive gift. <laughs> I got you a dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, let's finish on that. Let's agree on that, right? God is a dying dog. God is a dying dog. There all we right. Go. Yeah. If ever we're going to say, say, talk to God, we've got an overlay of a dying dog. <laughs>